0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange. I'm Sal.
1: And I am Joel. That is is my name that I have. I'm also a little slow on the draw because I was reading the chat. (laughs) And uh, I am Mm -hmm. Joel. (laughs) Sorry, someone in the chat said something entertaining, so I got
0: distracted. The chat is incredibly entertaining. I'm sad that 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 is one of the things that is not preserved in the post-live show, is this ongoing chat. Uh, Um, It is for
1: Twitch, is the thing I've noticed. Twitch, actually, when you go back and you rewatch an old thing, now they actually do recreate
0: the chat, which is a nice touch. I I, I don't like Twitch, but I do like that feature. Um, Plus, it's such a pain in the ass to have to convert and move videos. Yes, it is. We're here. This is our home. We're going to do the live show here. Um, It's our place. It's our yard. It's my time now. (laughs) <laughs> uh, J- don't step into our yard <laughs> but uh, if you are just joining us welcome to the elseworlds exchange uh, we're going to be chatting about daredevil season two everything is batman superman everything is is Batman v. Superman. I was actually just talking to Jason Inman from uh, DC... Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever that show is. And uh, he... N- n- name drop much there, Sal? Did you... Did you? Did well, we were just talking. that name. We were just talking. And he, uh, he'd set up a periscope. And they were asking him non-stop Batman v. Superman questions. And he's like, I am so sick of it by this point. It came out literally a few days ago. It's true. And I'm sick of talking about it. And I'm like... I, I only saw it a couple days ago. Or a day ago. And even I'm kind of sick of it. I saw it last Thursday... And I'm so sick of talking about that movie. I like immediately following it, like Rob and Benny, and everybody was like, "Yeah, what, 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 this is what I thought. This is what I thought." And then Benny was on SourceFed Nerd, and I got to watch that and live, and I'm and I just listened to them talk about it for two hours, and I'm like, I am done with this movie. To the point where let's talk about anything else, and then I went to think about like topics, and I went on the you know the 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 main page of YouTube where they're like recommended videos. It's all Batman v Superman reviews, so screw Batman v Superman regardless of the fact that we'll probably do a Batman v Superman episode at some point in the near future, but in the meantime... Yeah, we
1: already did a spoiler cast for the weekly poll, although you, you tagged Tiffany in for that. I did. I'm def- so
0: sick of talking about that fucking movie, man. I was like, no. You know what? Tiffany hasn't had an opportunity to talk about this movie, and also, let's bring up the estrogen levels. So, have Tiffany talk about it. I'm out. Because all I would do is literally, like, me on the weekly poll talk about Batman v Superman and be like, I liked Affleck, I guess? Yeah, that's that's basically
1: me. That's basically my whole review. Affleck was okay, I guess. Yeah, I I might have liked Godot if I could have spent more than 12 minutes of her like most of her dialogue. in that movie is
0: stab. If if her dialogue wasn't obviously someone else's lines and then padded to be a character, then yeah, I guess I would have been really interested in that. But anyway, this is not Batman. Remember, we're gonna talk about Daredevil. We're turning the clock back a week and this is actually very fitting because I never
1: got a chance to do a spoiler cast of this on my own show Neither do we get a chance to do a spoiler cast of this on the weekly poll so this is kind of perfect. Exactly.
0: so let's talk about Daredevil because you know what it's available you can go on Netflix get it right now if you don't have Netflix, you can go to Netflix and literally subscribe get a free month watch the whole fucking show cancel the show like <laughs> 13 hours of television 13 hours of comic book TV you could 13 hours of Marvel Nights movie magic it is beamed directly into your eyeball now unlike batman v superman where i'm like i am so sick of talking about this i haven't talked about daredevil nearly as much as i expected to so rather than you know do a full complete like polished video about daredevil and like what were my pros and cons let's just let's just hash it out uh let's when do it when did you finish daredevil uh,
1: I, I finished it actually like uh, not that long ago. I dragged ass on it, unfortunately, because it had been such a crazy week with DC rebirth announcements and all the different C2E2 stuff and then Batman v Superman coming out and standoff tie ins and everything. I, I really dragged ass on finishing. I, I lingered on like episode 10 yeah. for the longest time. And then I did that horrible thing where I was watching it at like two in the morning and fell asleep. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> That is the worst. And I'm just like, oh, God, what happened? Where, where did I
0: leave off? Where did I leave off? Yeah.
1: But yeah, the, I finished it not that long ago, so it's all still very fresh in my mind.
0: Awesome. I watched it probably within a week. Uh, I watched the first episode, and then I took two days, and then I watched mm, six or seven more episodes. <laughs> I, I salute the people because I know my other co-host Matt from the
1: comic multiverse on Cape Joel. Uh, he's from Australia, so it came out like in the afternoon for his time. Yeah. So he literally sat and watched it like all the way to like four in the morning and watched all thirteen episodes. Nice. So he, he's a he's a trooper, that Matt.
0: Yeah. Plus he he must have watched it. He like four in the morning. They released it at three in the morning here. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so the time
1: difference helped him out. I was actually up at like three in the morning when it came out. And I was lying in bed, and I'm like, you know, I could get up and I could watch an episode of Daredevil, or I could get some sleep and not feel like crap in the morning.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I watched that episode. It it was literally three in the morning. I'm like, yep. Uh, But yeah, so, okay, Daredevil Season 2 comes out. Um, It feels like Daredevil Season 1 has only been out for, like, a year. Mm. And I think that's right. Like, it hasn't about really right, been yeah. gone that long. I think there's been longer stretches of time between Avengers movies than Daredevil it's shows.
1: True. And and we had Jessica Jones in between, so, I mean, it's not like we were hurting.
0: It's true. Um, now, before we get into the nitty-gritty about Daredevil Season 2, I want to warn our uh, chat and our audience here today watching that we are going to spoil the whole show. It Spoilers won't ruin the show. Abound. I don't think it'll ruin the show because the show is great. And, and there's uh, nothing
1: really huge to spoil. There's nothing like oh that you couldn't have gleaned from the trailers, or if you've read Daredevil. It's
0: true. There are uh, there are some reveals that I was like, wow, I can't believe they did it. And there were a couple of moments where I said like, okay, finally this happened. But for the most part, you can pretty much follow the logic. But I also want to just say like, if you're planning on watching it later without any uh, mm-hmm. without any interference, then I advise you to ask this add this episode to your watch later lists mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and watch it later because and, damn. and
1: if I may spoil season one for a second I assume if you're watching this you've seen season one so I don't feel bad about right this. There, there's nothing really as huge or as game changing in season two as like the Uric death there's nothing where it's
0: like how did they what did they what I can't fucking believe they killed ben yurik
1: neither did i and he was so good you know i i stand by what i said when that came out they killed him to fuck with comic fans is what they did because we all assume he's fine he's yurik he's a guy from the comics he's gonna be fine he'll be around
0: but what the the ben yurik thing i was like leave this shitty rag and go join the daily bugle when mm. the hell is he gonna join the daily bugle and could then could have now they were le- yeah and then they were That's leading it. him up to his death and i'm like i don't think they're gonna kill this guy and then they killed him. And I'm like, holy fuck. I have to wonder if they had had the Spider-Man
1: right in the bag and they could have had Yurik work at the Bugle where he was supposed to. Would they have killed him? I have to wonder.
0: <sighs> I don't know. I feel like they might have anyway. I think they were like, "Are you? do you have any plans for this seasoned uh, uh, reporter to be on your in your movie series? And they're like, what? No. What 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 Spider-Man movie did he appear in? Uh, none of them, but he did appear in a Daredevil movie. Yeah, pass. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like I guess yeah. we'll
0: have to settle for Ned Leeds or something as a reporter for the Daily Bugle. Now. I keep pushing his nephew Phil.
1: He needs to have his nephew Phil Yurik, who has a long-standing relationship with Spider-Man and the Goblins. He needs to show up yeah. and more or less assume his uh, his uh, what is it, uncle's job. Yeah.
0: Now uh, for spoilers in season two, let's get into that. Karen Page kind of fulfills the role of mm-hmm. Ben Yurik, but that seems. Fitting since she fucking killed him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Karen Page is a character that I grew to loathe throughout season one because she was just such a jackass. Like, she is so insulated and selfish, and she made so many, like, personally frustrating decisions that. Every decision she made was, like, for the truth, but it was really, like, for her absolution, and it wound mm-hmm. up killing Ben Yurik, and it's like, I like Ben Yurick so much more than you, you fucking jackass, that I, I can't, and I'm like, as a comic book fan, we all know that Karen Page's days are numbered anyway. Of course, it's, but, it's a
1: ticking clock, and it ticked down even more this season.
0: But like Matthew Murdoch, shouldn't just die, no. She gets ruined as a person. She gets multiple times.
1: across the coal.
0: So I am, and I, I, I predicted before this series started, that there would be a reckoning for Karen Page, and unfortunately I was wrong! No, she but gets.
1: if anything, they give her more to do, and give her a bunch of side plots. Foggy, too, but especially her, and she... again, they stress that whole the truth angle, she's all about uncovering the truth. She gets a lot
0: of growth, she gets a lot of, uh, progression for her character, and I they really applaud hinting it. hinting
1: at her darker
0: past, like, you know, when
1: no one else is around, you kind of see like the Karen Page that you assume she always was come out, and they even imply that Yurik had been doing a bunch of research search on her before his death, and he knew what she was all about. He knew what she was
0: all about, and he still gave her the time of day, and he got killed for it, so good call, yeah. Ben. Um, now, in just just a, you know, a counter-program here, I didn't mind caring
1: near as much as you did, but I also cannot deny everything you just said about her. <laughs> at the same time, I'm like, yeah, you have a point, but she didn't bug me near as much.
0: No, it, it, she she didn't bug me, and by the way, the actress is brilliant. She's so oh, great yeah. at the role, because uh, I hate her. <laughs> And I know it's not her fault. It's just, it's like the guy who played Walter Peck and how, like, I'm sorry, man, you're just such a dick. You know what? Don't play a dick so much. (laughs) Maybe people won't hate you as much. Like, don't be the dick in Die Hard and in Ghostbusters, man. What are you doing? Um, Some people are just typecasts. What can you say? No, he's good. He's not a jerk. He just, yeah, he just plays a jerk really well. Um, But that said, Okay, so Karen Page's character, you know, we kind of saw her grow. We kind of saw her relationship with Matt kind of develop a little bit Which more. Which is
1: interesting that they went all of season one and never even hinted at like a
0: Karen Matt love. No, thing I think they hinted they go- at it. There was well, there was they certainly hinted some, that,
1: but they never did it. The big oh, they didn't go that there. Was Kingpin Vanessa?
0: Yes, the Kingpin Vanessa, by the way, relationship solidified that in a way that I've never seen in the comics before. Totally. I adore the Vanessa character. I don't say that they I do. like her as a person. I think she's actually oh, she's not nice at all. But she's actually quite like a her. monster. But oh god, yeah. And in a way, where she's like, "No, I I, I like it up here."
1: Yeah, in, in I'll this take, ivory tower, yeah. looking down at the death and destruction. This is cool. I'm well, fine with that. As
0: long as it gets me here, I'm fine. And I think she legitimately loves Wilson Fisk, so I'm okay oh, with god. that. Um, but just so great, I loved that, and I also I, I missed her absence. Yeah, yeah. The show show felt a little
1: lighter with her. She got mentioned. She got mentioned, and we knew what she was up doing. Yes.
0: Uh, But that said, I I also thought they were going to, like, advance her, like, illness. I thought they were going to continue to have her in a coma, but no, she's awake. She's just living in Europe, and she wants to come home.
1: Which which she did in the comics for long stretches of time too, and you know what? There's there's gonna come a time, like maybe season three, maybe season four, where she's gonna start to bedevil Daredevil like she did in like the Greg Rucka years. Yeah, uh,
0: now but that would be good. That would be really sweet. Uh, I also predicted that season two would be a adaptation of another seminal run on Daredevil, the idea being season mm-hmm. one was basically a Frank Miller interpretation, season yeah. two might be Bendis, or Smith, or Rucka, or, Rucka or anybody or uh, it wasn't, it was more of a it hodgepodge yeah. um, it was more of a, it was actually if, it, if we could pick any writer that it was more of an adaptation of, it was probably Garth Ennis <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, <laughs> And they uh, take a
1: lot of Marvel Knights Garth Ennis and put it in there yeah,
0: and the adaptation of uh, the, what should be probably the titular character of it, which is the Punisher yeah uh, the Punisher for some people called it like Punisher season one aka Daredevil
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it, it really did seem like that because whenever John Bernthal was on screen he just took over the damn show and he was just so electric and so magnanimous yeah I where, I, you're, where every time he's not on screen you're like what, are, what Punisher's doing right now which is no offense to anything that Charlie Cox and all those other guys did it's just like man Wonder what Frank's doing right now.
0: No, it's true. The uh, the fact is, I was thinking about uh, how much I missed uh, Tom Jane's Punisher and how great he was. I don't care what anybody says. Fucking the 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 first Punisher movie, not Warzone. Tom Jane nails it. He does such a good job. And then they. Tom didn't. Jane was the right Punisher
1: in the wrong movie, and Ray Stevenson was the wrong Punisher for the right movie. Yes, is what I say. Yeah, they should have switched
0: movies. Because uh, really then no suck. one would have saw the first Punisher, but they would have. They would have liked the Warzone movie. <laughs> and, and I really like Warzone. I think Warzone is a sick as hell action movie. I think. I think Warzone looks like total shit. And I think that everyone in it is so bad, there's no reason it's, to watch it's, it's it. It's kind of hammy gold, like friggin', uh, what, what was it, uh, Dominic West, who
1: plays Jigsaw. Oh my god, he he demolishes every piece of scenery he's in. He is next-level hammy. Yeah, that's that's not what we need! We need a real Punisher movie! It's true, it's like, it was an exaggerated comedy, but you know. Yeah,
0: but, uh, okay, so Punisher was so great, and I was really worried about John Bernthal, because I'm like... Okay, he's the guy from Walking Dead. He played Shane. Uh, I don't watch Walking Dead, so I didn't get a chance to see a yeah, lot of Shane. I. but I heard that they really like elongated his role because, like sure in the comics, you know, not to spoil Walking Dead Volume one, but like Shane ain't long for this world within a very, very short period of time. Yeah. and uh, but I heard they really like, Elevated his role for a bit, and it I didn't did. get a chance to see him. But I heard that he played like a southerner, and I, I remember uh, Ethan saying something like uh, he expected a, a southern Punisher, and I'm like, <laughs> and I was like, uh, that would not be right. That would not yeah. be, cr- and and you could hear a little bit of an accent. He's got a he's got a bit of a twang, this Francis Castiglione. Yeah, but uh, I I really I really liked the, the his Punisher, and I, I was expecting not to. I was expecting it to be kind of like meh, but. He fucking rocked it. They
1: avoid a lot of potential pitfalls of doing the Punisher, and that is they just don't make him a Death Wish caricature yeah. of himself. They really do stress the messed-up veteran angle in a way that I don't think any other like, live-action version ever did before. I was also really worried that they were
0: going to change it and make him a cop like they do sometimes. Yeah, that's
1: bullshit. I hate that when they do like, Like in the Ultimate Universe and like in the terrible Dolph Lundgren movie. The,
0: the, the fucking Ultimate Universe, I don't know how... They could get so many things right and, and so many things fuck home. up the Punisher so hard. Like, he's just so. He's, he literally. Like, Bendis. Whenever Bendis would write him, he literally just growled. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have any lines. He literally just says, grr. And yeah, I, I'm yeah, like.
1: I, ironically, in the Spider Gwen universe, Frank Castle is a cop, but his family lived. They just left him because he's a piece of shit. <laughs>
0: Because the only time you're actually useful is when you're murdering people. Yeah, which um, is so sad and so true. That's really sad. Um, but I loved him as a veteran. I loved him working out. Um, they actually hint at like his origins of being a non-vet when he's on the roof and he meets the actual non-vet. Yeah, yeah, that's right, because obviously, much like Iron Man and Captain America,
1: we always—well, not Captain, but much like Iron Man, we always got to change up Punisher's War to mask uh, what's going on. He'd
0: be on really right. old! I mean, like, look, he'd be old if he were a non-vet. I get that, like, Vietnam creates a different kind of veteran, but, like— you be old you you can't do it you need you the rage and vengeance and punishment are universal themes that you could it's translate true. it works uh, and, and they said too you know it's like in the middle east he, he was
1: in the real shit. you know he was doing like the shadow wars you don't even know about exactly know? The, he was on the war that wasn't on tv
0: yeah um but he his arc is great his character was terrific the lines they, he had were give awesome. They him a dog,
1: which I love, and the dog is named Max, like he had in the comics. Yep. Uh, solid, solid idea.
0: And I just loved it. I just, lo- I just thought it was we, fucking awesome. We technically had the battle van for a second. We did get the battle van! The friggin' battle van. We don't get van. microchip,
1: thank God. But we do get a disc that says micro on it. Oh, That's right! That's right! It said micro! Oh my God. So we kind of did get Microchip in a weird way. Yeah, uh, but... What what else was there? Oh, uh, the gang of the Kitchen Irish from Darth and his Max run Mm -hmm. is in this. Yes. And And even the names, Nesbitt and Cooley, are the two guys from that story. Yeah.
0: The gang thing was cool. I also loved that they just straight up murdered them.
1: Yeah, they. Not only does he murder them, he tortures those cartel guys. He hangs them up on meat, hook, meat hooks while they're still alive. The
0: meat hook thing was awesome. The fact that he was like, uh, he, you know, he, the the fuck they bring the guy in from Ireland. He murders the main mob mm. boss there. He takes over, and then Punisher just shoots his head off. Yeah, which, again, kind
1: of messes up his face like Cooley's face was messed up in the comics. Yeah,
0: only that that dude fucking died.
1: (laughs) Only that dude ain't coming back from that.
0: Yeah, but so cool. Punisher's, like, digging razor blades into his flesh so he can escape later. Like, fucking...
1: Gold. S- speaking of the gangs, I like that this was like an actual modern day take on like New York's Irish mob, and they were very unstereotypical. They weren't like torah tora. No, they t- don't. Like one guy has an accent, it's because he's
0: from Ireland. From
1: and Ireland. his ir- and he doesn't sound like a fucking leprechaun. <laughs> no, he doesn't sound like Lucky Charms guy. Here's the thing though. That that <laughs> oh dinner table, did you see what they were eating?
0: I don't remember no. Corn beef
1: potato. Oh! Eh. It was it was corned beef potato and another stereotype. Oh, cabbage and cabbage. It to was be the fair, food. I know I know plenty of Irish people,
0: and that is what they. Eat. <laughs> it's hey,
1: that that's Irish comfort food, is what it that is.
0: is. Listen, like I, you know, I I'm dating an Irish person. They, she lives in an Irish family. They, that's what they eat. <laughs> I, I'm sure it was a delicious corned beef potatoes and. Cabbage. You can't downplay the potatoes, man. They love their they you know they
1: love their potatoes. Potatoes are delicious. Everyone loves potatoes. You can mash them, fry them, put them in a well, stew. Well, here's the
0: thing. What are you like? What will you be having with your potatoes? Like, how about more potatoes? Yeah. Legitimately, absolutely. like, you know, I'll be having a shepherd's pie. Yes. And what kind of potatoes will be having with those? Uh, but, but I, I'm getting a literal plate of mashed potatoes. Yes. But what potatoes would you like with it? Let's legitimately it's a, it's a
1: sweet potato fry them. You can do anything. We
0: have a we have a great. Uh, she's German Irish, by the way, Max. Uh, but like the uh, there's actually a, a authentic kind of Irish restaurant in my town called Thatcher nice. McGee's and legitimate Irish people work there and they make like f- traditional Irish dishes and it's fucking awesome uh which of course my dad being I- Italian he was like the Irish have a traditional I- have, have, have real food like they make <laughs> they have dishes <laughs> sounds like my father yeah. right? I'm like dad damn it my mom's name is Eileen. You know she's Irish. You're just being a jackass. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, Punisher's awesome. There's, he can't be overstated. I think the fact is we need a, We need. a... I don't want a Punisher show necessarily. I do think it'd be cool. You're, gonna, you're probably going to get one, though. But I'll take a Punisher... I'll take Punisher movies. Like... Movies every so often, like, because because okay, it's the same production team. I want to see a lot of people in there. Like, I want to see like Daredevil with Punisher. I want to see Punisher part of the the larger span of the Marvel Universe. But like, wouldn't it be cool if instead of them to being like, okay, we can't make Defenders because we're put we're doing this Punisher show, right? Or instead of like Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Daredevil, or Iron Fist, we got to do this Punisher show. I want a Punisher show, but like. In in instead of doing that, in between Daredevil season three and like Jessica Jones season two or Dare, or uh, Iron Fist season one, we have a Punisher movie. I, th-
1: I think Punisher works better in long form stories, though. I want him to pick a guy and be like, okay, here's this evil sob, and I'm going to spend the rest of this season working up on how to kill him, like like almost Dexter style. Is yeah, I like, mean, like, like that, I pick my project and I work up. That's to true. It. I
0: think that's cool, and I like the idea, but I just I don't want to have too much, and I don't want it to. Uh, I don't think it's going to dilute the brand, but I, I, I'm worried about having too much.
1: You're worried of it becoming a stereotypical uh, Paul Kersey, Death Wish. Well, I definitely Die don't Heart want that. Revenge like, movie, yeah. I,
0: I, Or, Or, no, I, I mean, like, no, if it was Death Wish, that'd be fucking cool. That's fine. Like, do, like, do, you know, make it like Dread. Make it like, mm-hmm. uh, like an old like fucked up 1970s New York revenge movie where like, he's just
1: blowing people away and it's red dust everywhere
0: exactly like that's fine it's just my question my, my problem is like as I mentioned you know we're getting Iron Fist Luke Cage Daredevil Jessica okay. Jones The Defenders we're probably getting like other characters I'm sure Moon Knight will eventually appear oh, like,
1: God, and then we're
0: gonna go. get a Punisher show it's just like it's a lot of stuff and I don't wanna like I don't want it to just get feel like it's too much well that's why they do the phases though I'm thinking if they play it right phase two
1: will be Punisher Moon Knight maybe ghost rider maybe blade and then those guys can be the
0: marvel Knights team i want a marvel Knights show so fucking bad i think that a ghost rider show wouldn't work because they wouldn't be able to afford to have him be
1: ghost rider all the time we've had we've had this conversation and i said if they have to scrimp and scratch just for legends of tomorrow to find reasons why firestorm can't be firestorm every week
0: but like and ghost rider can't not be ghost rider like nobody is paying the price of admission to watch Johnny Blaze solve a fucking problem. We're going yeah. to see a goddamn tattoo come to life Skeleton and kill man, demons. Yeah. Or people. Like that's what I want to see. I want to see Ghost Rider just be a badass. But anyway, Daredevil. Uh speaking of which, so Daredevil. Yes. Uh he does a little costume change and he goes he gets through... a new
1: helmet, he gets some new gloves. I love what they do with melvin potter the gladiator i love he's become the cue of this universe now that he keeps building new devices and gadgets do you also
0: like that he's wearing a gladiator suit underneath his clothes yeah. and he, he has a gladiator poster in his office in in season one
1: you see the symbol up on the wall in season two he's wearing the actual armor going like oh yeah i, I needed some extra protection and then what does he do when he talks to daredevil he plays with saw blades what's gladiator's weapon in the comics saw blades yep Sounds awesome.
0: I'm totally down. Uh, Do you think we'd be so excited about Gladiator well, they of did, all characters? They did Nuke in Jessica Jones, and, and was, was like, "Awesome! Wow, you did a like you created a legitimately cool Daredevil slash Captain America villain. I want to see him in anything."
1: And you know he's going to paint that American flag on his face when we see him. Oh, next. no question. Uh,
0: that said, okay, actually, before we get into Daredevil as a character, I also was saying about like the the greater Marvel universe. Mm -hmm. uh rob from what comics explained was talking about the fact that like he felt there were some some shades of civil war in this show Oh, definitely
1: with that da who's trying to run for mayor on an anti-vigilante anti-superhero ticket oh yeah
0: i think i i want to say that there will be a reference to punisher in civil war where they're like so this lunatic fucking blew up a whole bunch of shit and he did it while wearing a stupid costume. Costume, like, yeah. I want to see that. I mean, like, they mentioned uh, Roxxon. Uh, they mentioned all these different elements of the Marvel Universe that, like, are in the cinematic world. And I Yeah, Roxxon's getting mentioned all over the place. I haven't watched the new Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. yet. I was about to watch it before we started. No, the new I, episode? You know. I didn't watch it either it, yet. But apparently there's a big Daredevil shout-out in it. I heard that, too. Put Colson in these Netflix shows.
1: Yeah, imagine if Colson showed up in, like, friggin' uh, uh, Kun Lun... Wouldn't that be some shit?
0: I wanted Pol- Colsa to show up, like, in the middle, like, right before one of these major firefights. Yeah. And have him go, like, yeah, hey, I'm... And he's like, oh, shit. And he just <laughs> fucking leaves. This shit's too raw for me. I'm going back to my helicarrier. I'm going back with my dumbass and humans and my helicarrier and my robot hand. Like, <laughs> Dude, but his I, robot hand is so sweet. It, it is. I want... I I want to see more S.H.I.E.L.D. and more Daredevil just so like Punisher or Daredevil can be like, go fuck off, like I don't want to have anything to do with you. Well, hey, there has been some great
1: crossover. That biker gang, the dogs of hell, we first saw them in an episode of S.H.I.E.L.D. Did we really? Yes, that was the gang that uh, Lorelei takes over when she comes to Earth.
0: Oh, that's really cool. I did not know that. A different that.
1: chapter of The Dogs of Hell. That's, so, yeah.
0: That's really cool. I like Furthermore,
1: that. Furthermore, the orphanage in which Sky, uh, a.k.a. Daisy Johnson Quake, grew up in is the same orphanage that Matt Murdoch grew up in. Oh, nice. Yeah, Saint Whatevers.
0: Yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but that's really cool. Um, okay, so Daredevil. Daredevil is so frustrating to watch. As a character in the show, mm. he is so incredibly self-destructive.
1: Oh god, and- yeah, he is the personification of Catholic guilt. The I feel bad, so please hit me. Oh,
0: but except in this, I feel like he doesn't feel bad at, for any of the right reasons. Like yeah, he, no- he does not feel beholden to his friend or his like girlfriend or anyone, or his job or yeah. his job or the integrity of his office in any way, and he, he is so un- constantly, and he's so unapologetic about it to the point where he literally says I'm not going to apologize for that anymore. Like yeah. your whole thing is about guilt and about letting people down. But like the thing about letting people down is like it's so it's it was it got a little too real. Because mm-hmm. like they go because Foggy is like I'm not going to like I'm I'm not dealing with you anymore. Like you let me down too much. Goodbye. And it's like yeah, man, that's what you do, and that's
1: and that's so comic book too. Because I'm like, oh, Foggy, this is the first time you'll be doing this de- de- for decades. That's what
0: I. That's what I was saying. But at the same time, I was also like, these are re- these are kind of more real people. Like yeah. this Foggy Nelson, Matt gives Foggy very few reasons to ever forgive him. And
1: be, and it's because of that we kind of see Foggy become his own man and really grow a pair this season and kind of have to take shit on his own, because he has to, because Matt's not going to be there to help him. Now that's
0: the case, and with that in mind, by the way, it looks like at the end of the show, Foggy Nelson joins up with uh, Hogarth's law firm. Yeah,
1: yeah, from Jessica Jones, and will probably no doubt also be featured in Iron Fist, because
0: Hogarth, I'm pretty sure, is Danny Rand's lawyer, too. Probably, and uh, I'm... If we if if we if this is the only way we can get Nelson and Murdoch, or at least just Nelson, into the Jessica Jones show, I'll take it. Cool. But I remember watching Jessica Jones throughout the whole show dealing with Hogarth and going, wouldn't have this problem with Nelson and Murdoch. You should probably <laughs> give these poor schlubs a call. They could use your health. <laughs> yeah. But uh but it's cool to see that it was out of all the cameos, I was like, the Hogarth one, I'm like, oh, fuck! Uh, that was really cool. That was a nice one. Also, apparently, the
1: evil DA lady was also in Jessica Jones for like a minute. Really? Yeah, apparently she she was one of the people is like mm, I don't believe you about this purple man guy. Mm-mm-mm. That's
0: funny. I did not remember her, but uh, yeah, either die,
1: which is kind of hilarious. Like I don't believe you about the purple man, but also fuck all those other
0: superheroes though. That's my ticket. I'm running in, exactly, man. exactly. Uh, so yeah, Foggy has a really interesting arc where he basically learns that Matt Murdock is a terrible person, and then yeah. he's better that he's better off without him. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of weird for a sidekick, but again, it's like, (laughs) as a comic
1: fan and as a thing where it's like, you know, your relationship is more like a marriage than anything else, and you're gonna take him back,
0: Foggy. I, I, I mean, like, there's, Matt gives zero reason to do that, but... I hope it works out cuz I, yeah. I cuz I love those two together and the whole you need all of season 1 by the way it's not like you have to put up with it season 1 is brilliant in of its own right but like you need all that season 1 in order to feel so fucking bad you're just There's every time Matt fucks up you're just like oh my god Matt you're going to lose these people
1: <laughs> you, you know it would be the perfect catalyst to get these two back together the death of Karen Page, the death of a mutual friend. That would be fucking awesome, because
0: then we wouldn't have
1: Karen Page anymore. I, I, I'm telegraphing that from everybody. I'm, pu- I'm putting... I'm putting this on that. If that turns out to be true in season three, you all owe me
0: $5. <laughs> now, that said, okay, speaking of deaths, uh, let's talk about Electra because she's a huge character in the show. Oh, oh, oh no, Electra died at some point.
1: I'm so shocked and so amazed yeah. that Electra
0: died at some point. Um, Electra. Uh, was a really interesting character, and I feel like... I, and I when, totally unlike her comic counterpart. They yes. really
1: changed her around and changed her motivation. I will say, out of everything in Daredevil Season 2, I was the least happy about Elektra, because by the end of it, once you really stop and think about it and mull it over, she had absolutely zero agency in this story, and nothing she did ultimately mattered in the greater scheme of things, because she was being manipulated by everyone else.
0: That's true, she was being manipulated by everybody else, but... I feel like Elodie Young's portrayal of the character, the character that was on the page, she fucking knocks it out of the park. She plays crazy like you don't actually see in real media. Like, you don't see it in movies this Mm. level of crazy. Like, I've seen raving lunatics, I've seen, like, drooling mad women, but I've never seen this kind of crazy where it's functioning and calculating and, like... Everything is cool and calm in the exterior, but inside, it's a fucking firework show. Oh like, yeah,
1: she she is a sociopath in every sense of the word. For sure,
0: it, she is crazy like Bullseye is crazy. Yeah, and you know because it's Electra, it's a little hot and it's kind of scary yeah. because <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we all become Matt Murdock for a second and be like, oh my god, you're terrible. But her her her, but her also crazy my pants
0: just got tight. tight. Yeah, <laughs> her her carrot her her. her her crazy is infectious, and it makes Matt do terrible. She is a bad influence on this poor Catholic boy. She, she really is, which I'm sure is everything Frank Miller,
1: uh, you know, meant when he fe- when he created this fetish character that poured out
0: of his mind. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I feel like, even though she wasn't the comic book Electra, and she wasn't, uh, I feel like this is For the Electra thing, that...
1: For I, one thing, she's trained by Stick, and her first meeting with Matt is also engineered by Stick.
0: Yes. Uh, but at the same time, like, Electra's character, you know, when Miller invented her, she was only really there for a very brief period of time and then died. And Miller mm. had no desire to bring her back until he did and then killed her again. Like, Yeah. And by the way, they threw him a shout in the credits.
1: Oh, we did that. They, at
0: the end of the credits, they say, like, Electra created by Frank Miller. I'm like, holy fuck, way to fucking, we to have some oh. integrity. Um, but, which I'm sure Miller would be like, she's terrible. This is so stupid. Um, but,
1: man. Yeah, now, let me tell you what I think about what's going on in the Middle East. <laughs> Please, Frank, I
0: don't know. We, we know. We, we know how you feel about the Middle East. I don't want to hear about it, man. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man, like, I don't know. I dug her. I thought she was cool. Uh, it, it took a while for the, for the size to get in there, but she used them. Um, the the way i i kind of like how i felt
1: about Daredevil and Kingpin in season 1 where it's like i guess you're not really the character you're meant to be until the final minutes of the show eh
0: yeah it's more like electra begins as just yeah. like kingpin begins uh i i i'll take a kingpin from season 1 any day of the week he Me was too. unbelievable and again hey
1: spoiler but not really a spoiler how fucking awesome was it when vincent d'onofrio shows back up again for like two episodes so
0: great that kingpin shows up i was like i think they're gonna wait until the last episode nope close to the end of the series but still no, still pr- he, he has plenty of time uh he's, easily he's so good i'm like can we go back jail what wilson fisk is doing for a minute legitimately i think that the best scene in the movie or show It's a 13-hour movie, but, like, the best scene in the show might be between him and Matt again.
1: Yeah, oh, God, when he's, like, talking to him in jail and everything, and he's, like, knocking the shit out of him because he's talking about his wife. He's
0: just like, Matt's like, I got your number, man. I'm going to keep you from seeing your wife. And he's like, no, I've got your number, man. Fucking, I'm not even in chains. Goosh! Yeah, and when the, I get out of here, I'm going to kill you, I'm
1: going to kill Foggy,
0: I'm going yep. to kill everyone you've ever done business with. Yep, I'm gonna. and I thought, by the way, the end, when, like, at the end of the show, the hand steals every person that Daredevil saved in Season 2, yeah. and then tries to kill them all, or whatever. I thought that was Kingpin. I thought Kingpin's, yeah. like, enact, you know, Order 66 and collect all the Daredevil people. No, I was like, what a waste. That should have been the fucking Kingpin, that, like, Kingpin is putting Daredevil through the ringer without even leaving. Jason
1: yeah it's it, it's a nice touch and I love when he hits him too he's like oh yeah a boxer son so you can't a punch i guess
0: yeah uh, like, i think tweet- is
1: genuinely shocked he can take a punch did you also catch That when Daredevil said, you know, your problem, Kingpin, is, you know, uh, once I keep Vanessa from returning to the country, you'll go visit her and everything, but you'll always be pulled back to New York because you're like me. You know, you're from here. This place is in your blood. Yeah. Ironically, when he's talking to Elektra at the end, he's like, oh, we'll be together. You know, I'll love you and we'll run away. from." Yeah, we'll run away. I don't care. So Matt becomes a giant hypocrite there in the final minute. He's a huge
0: hypocrite. That's what's so it, frustrating about Matt and Murdoch is he's like, No, you know what I've learned? I've learned at the end of all of this that I don't give a fuck about my friends or my city. I just want like to fuck you and fight people. I just want
1: I just want that crazy tale and yeah. to fight ninjas forever and I just, ever. I
0: literally just want to punch people in the face and fuck Electra. That's all <laughs> I want. Which like fair enough. But not, not a bad life choice. But don't fun. but don't argue that you're not a scum scumbag then because you are like Matt Murdoch is a legit scumbag in this show he lets down everybody he destroys his own practice he like sets up everyone for failure and then helps see it through to the end like it's it, he is so frustratingly real that uh it, it, this Incarnation Daredevil can only exist on television and it can only yeah. exist in this climate where this kind of show where you have a like a literal cast of sociopaths are yeah. your leads.
1: Did uh, did you also feel this season that they kind of toned down uh, Daredevil's,
0: like, super abilities, like oh, big he doesn't time. use them near as much? Oh, big time. We don't even see his vision. radar sense vision thing. We don't see the world on fire at all, and Which I heard that it was real expensive. Shame. I heard that it was really expensive, but, like, fucking really? it's You only need, like, three seconds.
1: They, like, uh, they, they do play with some cool stuff when he is fighting the hand ninjas who can like slow down their heartbeats and everything. So he like is actually at a loss.
0: Yes, uh, but his ability to like when he starts listening to their breath, that was a fucking awesome moment. Yeah, it was cool. When he's like, okay, I can't hear their, re- I can't hear their their heartbeats, I can't hear their weapons. Then I'm gonna have to listen. And sticks like listen to their breath, and it's like you just they're like. And he's like, "Oh, there! Oh, it
1: that was cool! It was. And how good is Scott Glenn as Stick? I am so happy he came back. He is just wonderful to watch.
0: That Stick, man, he is a monster. But he, so he fun jumped to watch. off the page too. Like, oh, yeah! Literally,
1: like that is just
0: the character brought to life. Yeah, easily. He's so cool. Uh, so okay, we got we actually touched upon Kingpin coming back, and he's fucking awesome. Yeah, um, he is. I loved watching when he's like." when he brings Castle into his in, into his office of the gym, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, yes, we'll work together. And I'm like, there's no fucking way Frank Castle's going to take that deal.
1: Yeah. Huh. And
0: if they do it, and if he does, then this is the, this show doesn't know what they're doing. Then he's an idiot. And Castle's like, fucking no way am I going to take your deal. Yeah, really. I'm like, thank you, Frank. <laughs> but, like, it's, and he's not, this is like proto-Frank. He, he is the Punisher, but, like, he's not quite Garth Ennis' Punisher, where it's like, I'm close enough to kill you now. Yeah, and then really? Frank Castle tries to murder the Kingpin in his own it's fucking office.
1: I, I thought a fight was gonna. I thought that we were gonna have like a big wrestling match right
0: there, where Kingpin like lifts Punisher I've, over his head. I I want to see that so bad. It's coming. What I really want, and I, I I've said this before, but like, damn does does Netflix's Marvel know how to do villains better?
1: Yeah, they do. They they're the best. They're, they're literally the best villains in the entire Marvel like, universe.
0: All I want is for like Loki to show up and like. Bring Kilgrave back to life, and fucking now we got real villains in this show. <laughs> so he can actually start like a master with all of these
1: people? That would
0: be fucking cool, man. I I want to see Kingpin in these movies. Well, so you gotta
1: rapidly. ask yourself, you know, who are the threats gonna be for the Defenders? They're, they seem to be building up the hand as kind of like villains enough to challenge everybody, and they're definitely an army of mooks that could be fought. I'm thinking picks his money in his clout and he puts together a team to fight the defenders it would be like him nuke uh bullseye someone from, yeah bullseye someone from luke cage and then maybe like steel serpent and that's like here you go you're you're my anti-defenders yeah
0: that'd be really cool uh i, I don't know man i just i want them I want more like I, I want to see those
1: villains, man, which, which might sound greedy. We want more. Oh, was 13 hours of television?
0: Not enough. For yeah, <sighs> that's the thing is that Amazing Spider brings it up. I want Kingpin to be the bad guy in the new Spider-Man solo movie.
1: Oh, that would be so good because, because like yeah, version
0: because fucking that's awesome. Like, and it would be so great because you get Ultimate Spider-Man, because he's a 15-year-old kid, and I can imagine, like, a, a 15-year-old, like, amazing Spider-Man, Getting or his Ultimate ass Spider-Man, kicked by Kingpin. like, being being like, well, I I've, I've bumped elbows with Tony fucking Stark, I fought in the Civil War, man, I got this fat guy, and then and then Kingpin treating him, like, just destroying him.
1: Where it's like, kid, you have no idea what you're doing, right? That's what I
0: I want those scenes because they're like some of the best shit from Ultimate Spider-Man is just is when Peter and the Kingpin are talking to each other, where like uh, you know Peter breaks into his off into his house and he's reading his newspaper across from him while Kingpin's eating and yeah, Kingpin's like you know uh, uh, Spider-Man's like, you know what I love like I love reading the newspaper when fucking some jackass gets what gets what's coming to him and it's like about (laughs) Kingpin being fucked over and he's like, you know what's gonna happen though one day. I'm going to find out who you are and I'm going to blow up your school. and I'm going to kill your <laughs> girlfriend and your mom and your dad. And, and no one's ever going to know that it was me except for you. And then I'm going to kill you. Like that's, what's really going to happen. Oh, yeah. And it was just, it just scared him so fucking badly. I'm like, yeah, he's you, scary. You know what else
1: they would have to do? They would have to have that great bit from the nineties Spider-Man where he gets like 15 year old Spider-Man in that like death crushing oh, bear yes. hug
0: move. Yeah. I want him to be, he's bigger than him. I, huh? I, uh, I want want that so bad because it would be so cool and so mature and so Marvel oh, like yeah. Marvel Cinematic to be like you know what like no no no, no. like if, instead of him being some silly ass Power Ranger mask and fighting some dumb fucking thing like instead of him fighting yet another friend's dad or yeah, really. friend that turned into a monster I, I know that's all spider-man spider-man's villains are all like scientists who oh no but like at the same time you do have these great villains that could be mm-hmm. epic and and you know what we've done the we've done all that shit before we've done goblins we've done octopi we've done fucking uh electros goblins
1: like, again yeah
0: we've done more goblins like how about just a fucking guy how about just how a about
1: big fat guy in a suit how
0: about adulthood Like, how about that? Like, how about, like, the fact that he's, like, I'm turning into an adult, and it's, like, being 16 isn't really being an adult? Like, you don't really know shit, but you think that you're entering a larger world, and then because he's a superhero, he enters into, like, this larger world, and when he gets there, it's, like, you ain't fucking ready. Like, I want that like that uh, but anyway back to daredevil it's a great show fucking those characters clancy brown gets clancy brown
1: thing in this when i saw him did, did you squeal like i'm like hey it's clancy brown i was like it's lex fucking
0: luther it's the
1: kurgan yay like <laughs> it's it's general wade eiling from the flash show he, yeah man his, his
0: manager is getting him all the military role yes uh but like clancy brown being in that movie i was like or in the show, I'm like, yes, this is so great. He must have a bigger role to play, and indeed yeah, he does. because it's like, no way Clancy Brown showed up and was just Clancy Brown. And That's
1: why when they said, oh, there's a mystery heroin trafficker, I'm like, it's Clancy Brown.
0: Yeah, it's got to be Clancy Brown. And I was like, and it's funny because I didn't even think it was him right away. I was just like, I I could see Clancy Brown being like, yeah, I'll do this one part one time. But I can imagine the producers and and directors being like, we're not wasting Clancy Brown. We're going no, to, the, the worst part is that Clancy Brown has to die. And I'm like, no, come back, Clancy. But you know, it's funny. Like any character that the punisher kills, I, it's going to die. anyway. I'm sad that they're that, like, like cool characters die, but I'm also like, I'm so happy that it's so dedicated to the character. Like, Absolutely. no, Frank would kill that guy. Like every time I think to myself, no, Frank would kill that guy. He kills him. I like it when
1: Frank goes to the torture shed and sees all these implements of death and destruction. He's like, hmm. I think I'm going to live here. <laughs> yeah, really. I like this. But then he opens it up, and it's like, oh, look, a whole stash of weapons, a whole Grand Theft Auto 5 stash of yeah. weapons.
0: Uh, With, like,
1: a minigun and everything, too. He's like, I'm mm, going to use that later, going to use this later.
0: <laughs> yeah, when he finds that weapons cache, he's like, oh, yes. I'm going to be the Punisher. <laughs> Yeah. All I need now is a symbol. The only the only thing that I didn't buy was in this world Frank making a symbol.
1: Like, well, I, I think they do kind of sell it that it's like you know it was the skull from like because he tried. Oh yeah, the no, the, the, the imagery there, but I don't see Frank Castle ever going like.
0: You know what I need? A fucking logo.
1: Yeah, they didn't really have the thing where it's like, you know, as a man, I can be corrupted. I can be <laughs> no. as a symbol.
0: But I, I want him to be like, I want him to be like, uh, you know, because e- even him being like, well, the, I want when they see me coming, I want them to know a fuck they are. Like, maybe a yeah. line like that. But even then, he's like, they won't see me coming. <laughs> like, that, yeah. I will not even need the logo because if if I do my job right, they'll never even know I was there.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I like, too, that, you know, with this Punisher is that even the, this Punisher becomes something that none of the movie Punishers were. And it's something that I think only the comics were able to hit correctly. And that is there comes a point when Frank Castle becomes terrifying to the audience. And I think that's a key to all good antiheroes, comics or otherwise. Yes.
0: Uh, you. It's funny because Frank, the debate about Frank and, and the Punisher is felt in the show. And I think that yep. it can be had outside. And I can oh, imagine, totally. I can imagine the Avengers in their little Avengers compound being like, Oh my God, this guy is, this guy's out of his fucking mind. We should send one of our iron guys to go like deal with this guy. Like he's, he's a real problem. And it's like, what's funny is depending on like how you, where you fall, you might see Frank as being kind of like, uh, pitiable and also kind of like, no, yeah, no, I, no, yeah, Frank's right. <laughs> what, what I appreciate
1: is that unlike a lot of revenge heroes out there, they didn't try to make the Punisher cool, which no. I like. He didn't have catchphrases. He didn't have elaborate calling cards or ironic murders for his opponents or anything. Yeah. And I think that's so cool that they're like, no, we're going to do this seriously and we're going to do this real. You that know? W- that's
0: what makes him so much better. Like, Also, by the way, great fangirl moment for me where I'm like, yeah! was when uh he goes was when frank tells the nam vet his name and then daredevil says like frank what are you gonna do and i'm like oh he's calling him frank like they know each other. like that was so cool that's i nice. also love him
1: red, red throughout red. the thing oh, yeah, hey that,
0: red That red thing was awesome also one of my favorite moments was when uh when he's like no frank i can't win it like this but maybe may, maybe one time we could be we could do this just your way and he's like no nah, red once you go my way It's never going to go back. And you're like, yes! And he's like, look, I'm a piece
1: of shit, but I respect your no-killing, and I think you should stay that way. Exactly.
0: No, kid. You keep doing what you're doing, and I'll keep doing what I'm doing.
1: We we need to balance the scales. Even in my messed up mind, I know there needs to be balance in the world. Yes.
0: So fucking cool. I I want him to be like this looming problem in the Marvel Universe, kind of like the way I always pictured Ghost Rider in the Marvel Universe, where it's like... Mm the spirit of vengeance is real and it rides a fucking motorcycle. Like I like that idea that like you live in this world. It's very much like ours, but, but don't fuck up too bad or a lunatic will shoot you or a monster on a motorcycle will kill you and send you to hell.
1: How great is that pawn shop scene, which is totally taken from the crow. And He's like, I want that gun, I want that police scanner. And then just when he's about to leave, that skeezy pawn shop yep. guy had to push it too far. Push it too far, and he's like, hmm, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Then just close, yeah, and it's
1: like, dude, now you're fucked.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna get this bat too, yeah, it's over yeah. for you. I those, Every moment when Frank was awesome was... A delight and a fanboy moment for me. I was just like, yes, yes, Frank. And and
1: Daredevil does cool shit. I mean, Daredevil fights ninjas. Like he fights a bunch of ninjas, and that's something I've always wanted to see in live action. Daredevil versus true.
0: And they were real ninjas. Like not like and not like real ninjas. Like you know, like no, they're real ninjas, and I see them all the time. No, like these fucking ninjas. Like they have, like the all the all the chicanery that comes with being a ninja. All the pajamas. All the pajamas. pajamas, They run like ninjas. They care. They carry their weapons like that. The only thing they didn't have, and thank God they didn't have them, was swastika shirkin. They had real yeah. shurikens. They were just... I loved it. every moment when they're quiet, just... Whoosh, we're just, we're just moving just, silently through the night. Just, of the that's a... Like, I want those ninjas in a Ninja Turtle movie. Like, where the fuck are yeah. foot soldiers that are just quiet as shit and fucking just whip... Like, that moment when, like, there were three shurikens in the wall, just like... Mm. Just, that's all you hear? And everyone's like, Fuck! <laughs> and, and not only are they ninjas, but they're undead
1: magic ninjas. <laughs> With a fucking blood chamber! Of it, and
0: I'm like, yes, this is this is what this is the hand, this is the hand from the comics, all right. <laughs> yes, uh, that was also another interesting thing where they were like, they balanced this level of like, no, this is real shit. Like, this is what the, is what the Punisher might be like if there were a real Punisher. And then they're like, yeah, and also there's this magic cult ninja that b- can like, bring you back from the dead. Remember that guy we burned to death in season one? Well, he's alive again. <laughs> yeah, we put him in the blood chamber. uh... And also there's this whole thing about black sky which they like kind of hinted at throughout the whole series but really pushed towards the latter half of the second season where they're like oh but don't forget there's this thing and I'm like I couldn't care less about this thing man like I I don't it's, give a it's, shit It's like what what is black sky it's a
1: magic ninja weapon and it sounds heavy metal as fuck that's all yeah. you need to know <laughs> And then it's like well what what weapon
0: is it it's a chick
1: <laughs> and you're like okay
0: I mean, like, whatever. That's cool. That's, like, that's cool. Yeah. I also like Daredevil being like, Black Sky is a stupid made-up bullshit thing that a bunch <laughs> of assholes made up to make themselves seem better. That's bullshit. Don't listen to them. Which which is hilarious coming from a Catholic. Yeah. You know,
1: is the thing where it's like, nah, it's just stupid made-up fairy now, tale. Now, it's it.
0: amazing that nobody says that. Like, not that I believe that. I'm just saying I'm surprised that no... Stick calls it on
1: him a little. He's like, oh, really, Matt? You don't believe that's in right. resurrection? I thought you were a Catholic. Yeah, but
0: he's like, that's but that's all he says. He's like, he doesn't say, you know, like, there's a significant portion of the population doesn't believe what you believe, pal. Is it hard to believe that there's, you know, so
1: much that what, you... That what, what we're saying is that Jesus was a magic ninja. Yeah,
0: that I'm he saying. was a member of the hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, But yeah, uh, that was they, cool. They get so
1: much great based in there like how uh stick talks about you know the master that started all that's master izo who he's talking <laughs> yeah. about yeah we'll probably get to meet him one day
0: yeah, he'll probably be in the iron fist
1: show dude he he mentions he mentions the wall he's like we're done here take me back to the wall which i love in all those uh easter egg videos that everyone made no one mentioned the importance of the wall nope yeah no, no one making these videos mentioned the importance of the wall. The wall, for those of you wondering, is the headquarters of the chase. And to get into the chase, your last mission is you gotta like climb the wall and get in.
0: <laughs> I wonder if we'll see that. I, I mean, we will see it in Iron Fist. I wonder if we'll put it in Daredevil. I doubt it. I, I would like it very much. <laughs> uh, all right, so yeah, we got them: Karen, Foggy, Matt, uh, Frank, Wilson. Uh, what is it, uh, Turk comes back for a second. Turk comes back. An- oh, oh okay. okay, like ancillary characters. Like, the stick was great. Turk was cool. Uh, the, the DA was, like, a total pain in the ass, but totally believable.
1: Absolutely. Uh, uh,
0: Grotto, the guy
1: from early on who was actually a buddy of Turk's in the comics.
0: Yes, that was cool. That character was... Man, I, I also loved... Um, okay, that guy was so asympathetic. Yes, he was. It made me Frustrated with Karen all over again. She's like, no, we gotta protect Grotto! I'm like, Karen, what the fuck is the matter with you? <laughs> and,
1: then, and then for the Punisher to come in and be like, hey, hey, do you still feel sympathetic for him now,
0: knowing what you know? That was amazing, watching the conflict for Daryl, where he's like, no, I mean, well, you, really? Really? You killed an old... Really? Oh my yeah, it's god! God like, oh, damn it, Grata!
1: And that's the show in a nutshell, right there. It's the moral battle between Punisher and Daredevil, and to have it so wonderfully just crystallized in that moment, where they're like, ah, oh, Frank though, Oh, yeah. but Matt though. It's funny
0: because also it's amazing to see Matt being like, yeah, it is. It is easier though. Like, mm-hmm. if I killed these people, I would have a lot less work to do. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, I, I, somebody in the comments actually just mentioned uh, Liam. Just said that it seems like Karen has a death wish. I think she does. Yeah, <clears throat> I think she has. But in a lot
1: of dangerous situations. I think she has situation. survivor's
0: guilt, and I think that she also has like a lot of guilt regarding. I mean, the whole show is about guilt. Yeah, the whole show is basically. I was basically saying to my like at one point I tweeted Daredevil season two. I'm fine. <laughs> that's the line that that's the lie everyone gives. Everyone says it. And they're all lying about it. Like D- D-
1: Daredevil season two, Catholic guilt, the series.
0: Yeah. I'm sad that the priest who was in season one only gets one scene. Yeah, he was really good. It's unfortunate that Matt didn't
1: go to church more to talk <laughs> to
0: him. I, I liked him. And the one thing that... the w- One regret for me was Matt wasn't a lawyer in the show. No, he did very little. And the one time he did step up and do some he lawyering, fucked he me. fucked it all off. It's like, for me... Daredevil is a courtroom drama and a superhero show, and we didn't get nearly enough. I love courtroom drama. I just want to watch lawyers be clever.
1: There was drama in this than there was in season one. There, there was. was. actually a case, and what I dug about it is that something that's so simple and taken for granted for in the comics, that is the murder of Frank Castle's family, becomes the backbone of the legal thing for Agreed. this season.
0: Agreed. Yeah, that was really cool. The Yeah, the trial of the century being the Punisher was, like, really fucking awesome. It, it
1: reminded me of at the end of Boondock Saints when they talk about, you know, like, oh, you know, are the Boondock Saints good or the Boondock Saints bad? It reminded me a lot of that.
0: yeah. Yeah. Punisher is better than the Boondock Saints.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he is. He is, and he's been around longer too. Yeah.
0: By the way, uh, Boondock Saints is a great movie if you are a freshman in college and you are watching it, and you're finding out about movies. If you watch it more than twice, you will see all the holes and realize it's written by a dumbass. Uh, Sorry. Boondock Saints fans, but if you need any more evidence, just watch Boondock Saints 2 All Saints Day. It is one of the dumbest movies I've ever seen in my life. It's horrible, it's poorly written, it's poorly directed, and no one in there wants to be there. It's just garbage.
1: You know what my favorite part of Boondock Saints 2 All Saints Day is? There's There's a Canadian comedy out here, I'm sure you've heard of it, The Trailer Park Boys. Of course. There's a moment where even though they've been saying all oh, move, move along, this is Austin, we're in, this is Boston, look how Boston this is. Then Ricky from the Trailer Park boy shows up <laughs> pretending to be an Italian mobster. And I'm like, my worldview is shattered right now. You filmed this in Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> you filmed this in Toronto. <laughs> You film this in Toronto and you cast a well-known, well-beloved Canadian character actor and didn't think we would know notice. Yeah. And he gets such an important, like, monologue in that movie where he gives the backstory of the mystery villain. And I'm like, you're Ricky.
0: You're Ricky from the Trailer Park boys. That's so, fr- uh, man. Like, like, Yakaveta in the first yeah. one being an Italian. Like, mm-hmm. first of all, no. Second of all, fuck you. Like, and it's amazing. If you ever want to watch a movie about the Boondock Saints, watch the movie Downfall. Uh, It's a documentary about Troy Duffy and all the trouble he went into trying to make the movie. And it's amazing watching the interviews with people who were making it where they were like, you know, you think this is a takedown movie about Troy Duffy. And they're like, the fact is, if we wanted to make a takedown movie, we would have included all the things that he said about gay people or women.
1: Ooh.
0: Or blacks. Like, we would have left in all of his racism and homophobia and misogyny, but we cut all that out to be about a movie. But, like, no, if we wanted to make a takedown movie, we would have included all the shit about the person and what a monster he is. Like, which, which, geez, knowing what you do now, that opening scene in the
1: meatpacking plant of Boondock Saints with, uh, what is it, with the lesbian and everything, that seems a lot worse now when you think about it. Oh,
0: yeah. No, that's him being like, yeah, no, I, uh, she sucks. Like, anyway, but. Uh, <laughs> that's a that's an episode for another day. Yeah, Boondock so. Saints sucks. <laughs> Joel and Sal talk about the Boondocks. <laughs> Joel and Sal topically take down the Boondocks. But, but talk about a nice like bit
1: of connection though, because Norman Reedus was one of the Boondock Saints. Norman yep. Reedus was in Walking Dead. John Bernthal was in the Walking Dead. And, and right we get now, back Joel,
0: to Daredevil season two. It's all
1: connected to the Boondock Saints. <laughs> it all comes back to there.
0: But yeah, uh, okay, so. I think we've... Co- uh, uh, any plot points that you, that you like, really... No, you know what? Okay. What were... Wh- I, I really, really like this. A lot of people said that they thought that, like, this was... the season one was stronger. I disagree. I think it was exactly as strong as season one. I think so,
1: too. Another thing I would like to mention is that one of the things that always stuck in my craw about Daredevil season one was the pacing. You really... it really was like watching a 13-hour-long movie. yes. Jessica Jones did better because it was paced like a regular TV series with starting points and stopping points, and everything was very insulated and episodic, even though you got to watch the whole thing. This newest season changes things up again, and now it's arc-based, like a comic book. So the first four episodes are the Punisher arc. The next three episodes are the Elektra arc. Then it's the trial arc. Then the prison arc. Then Ninjas. Then it's over.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh the, and I kind
1: of like that better.
0: Yeah, I like it better, too. I'm hoping that we... Uh, that's the thing. is I think the show reinvents itself.
1: It does, which, which is good. And Actually, it should, because not every comic run is the same. Every comic run reinvents itself every new run.
0: Yeah. I really, really hope that it continues that trend. Um, here's another thing, and I think it's... I really wish they could do this, because... Wouldn't it have been cool? Another thing that might bring Matt and Foggy together is what I'm about to bring up. Um, I've been saying since uh, they announced Civil War Mm. that the way to make Civil War work and still have those holy shit moments is to put Daredevil in the the Civil War movie. And make Daredevil either unmasked by authority, like by the Avengers, or choose voluntarily to unmask. Make and him the Spider Man. Make now. him like give him the Spider Man part, or like have it like have it be like the Avengers like basically have it be like the Avengers come to Hell's Kitchen, which is a real fucking story that took place in in a Frank Miller book. But like yep. where the Avengers come to Hell's Kitchen and go like that's enough Daredevil. And they take his fucking stop mask stop off. Stop daredeviling. Yeah, and they just take off the mask, and it's like superhuman registration like goes through with a landslide because they finally take down this liar like <laughs> who claims to be a fucking like, blind person. Blind man, but who isn't? And, uh, and that would be really, really cool. And then it would set up season three to be the Matt Murdock is out. Plot. The ben, the Bendis years. The, the Bendis the, years. The, the Bendis, Murdoch papers. Because the Bendis years are so fucking good.
1: They're my favorite. They were the era when I started reading my favorite Daredevil story. The Golden Age is in that show. Or it's, is in that run.
0: It's funny. Um, I was watching an interview with uh, Charlie Cox about the show. And he said the only book... He didn't read any of the comics to get prepared for the role. And then after season one, he read he like or after he got the part, he started to read some comics to get prepared, and the only ones that he was really a big fan of were Brian Michael Bendis's
1: books. Nice, comics. that's cool. And I'm yeah, like, i imagine
0: as an actor
1: because they're very wordy and very scripty.
0: Yes, I could see him being like, "No, when are we gonna do this?" Because like, wouldn't season three be fucking awesome? Yeah, would. if if Matt goes to jail. And then Punisher gets himself arrested.
1: And that's Rucka, so you can do the Devil in Cell block D, which I reread for this newest season.
0: That's so good. And that con- I pitched it, I mentioned it to the guys on back issues when we talk about Guardian Devil, and they're like, That's awesome.
1: <laughs> it is. It's a really awesome story. And it's great too, because Daredevil loses his mind in jail because he's like, it's always noise, noise all the time, and misery and cinch, and just this is going nuts with my powers.
0: Yeah, that would be really, really cool. I'd be so on board for that. But my- like my-
1: my pitch for three is you actually could totally do the Golden Age, only replace that nameless mobster with Wilson Fist to make it even more personal. Yep. So he comes out and it's like, okay, time to ruin your life, Daredevil. Hey, uh, Gladiator, guess what? You work for me now. Put your saw blades on, asshole, and yeah. go kill Daredevil.
0: Now, Nimrod mentioned something in the comments where it's actually what I was thinking of what was going to happen in season two, but I just want the Civil, I want the civil War tie-in more, which is that, Karen Page will probably be the one to expose his identity. Ah, uh,
1: well, keeping with the comics, that would be cool. <clears throat> yes,
0: uh, no doubt that she will be the one to fuck up Daredevil's life.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, they have telegraphed that, and I can't wait for it.
0: Yeah, Uh. so yeah, uh, predictions for season three, I think the big bad's gonna be Bullseye.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's the only one they haven't done yet. They either gotta do Bullseye or Typhoid Mary. They could, they'll probably do both.
0: Really, you think they'll do both at the same time? Yeah. Yeah, because because they never they never throw one object at Daredevil in this show. There's always two from two different directions.
1: Now, uh, I would say either do Bullseye and then maybe from the other direction ha- have White Tiger, have the female White Tiger show up. That'd be cool. I, I think it, it's yet again from the story Golden Age yeah, that I love so much.
0: I, I think it's gonna be Wilson Fisk hiring Bullseye, deal with Daredevil, and Wilson Fisk like rising to the top. Whereas, and, and, and cause the idea is that like his threats come from multiple sources. So like, yeah. I think the bullseye will be Wilson Fisk's like hitman, And I think that typhoid Mary will come from fucking like, you know, the whorehouse that he, that he broke up in the first place. Uh,
1: do, uh, do do you think they'll do almost like a Joker thing with Bullseye, where it's like, you know, uh Fisk looks to Bullseye to kill Daredevil, but then Bullseye just doesn't go away, and Bullseye just keeps fucking shit up for him? Yes,
0: and wouldn't that be cool to see a Daredevil-Wilson Fisk team up at the end to deal with to Bullseye? To be like,
1: okay, I've unleashed a, a mad dog, we gotta work together to put him down.
0: I think that'd be fucking cool. I think, because... It wouldn't be written by a hack. It would be really, really well executed. Mm-hmm. um That would be really, really cool. I'd be so fucking. I'd be so fucking down for that. Um, oh, uh, the chat was saying
1: they already mentioned the female white tiger. in did. Jessica Jones, so she's already there. Yeah. Somebody said
0: Ma- uh, Maria said no love for Echo. I'd love to see Echo in the show. I'd love to see. I, I would like Echo to either get her own show or be a main character, but like. Nobody cares about Echo. And Echo. I don't mean, like, I don't care about Echo. I do. But, like, even Bendis, who made her a new Avenger when he relaunched New Avengers, literally threw her out of the team because she wasn't reading lips at the time. Like, they all said, let's go back to our clubhouse, and everyone forgot to invite her.
1: And I'm like, how, uh, fuck that. It's been how long since Echo has done anything or been in? Well, no, she was
0: in, she was in Moon Knight, and she died. Oh. Yeah. Yeah oh yeah mark specter tried really hard to bang her and <laughs> then she died
1: which which personality tried really hard that
0: would be mark <laughs> you see that's that's why or Stephen grant Night- i don't know i think it was mark see,
1: that's why i think a moon knight show could be great because you just get a great actor and you do it like orphan black style where he plays multiple parts so like moon knight will talk to moon knight will talk to moon knight in his several different personalities
0: that would be really really cool I, I really, really want that. Like, I, get, I like a strong actor show. Yeah, I, I mean, like, you know, what would be more cool though. The the new Moon Knight, the Warren Ellis Moon Knight. Oh, you you can do both. That's the thing. Then later you explain. Oh,
1: these aren't multiple personalities you're suffering from, Mister Spectre. These are all different aspects of Conshu, the Moon God. Right. Don't you
0: know. <laughs> I, I but I want to see him in the suit and just show up in the middle of nowhere, like in the middle of a really really crappy thing in Hell's Kitchen, and he's just like, "Yep, yeah, uh, I'm gonna." Destroy this place.
1: <laughs> yeah, just you know, just me, just just me and my moon god powers. Yeah,
0: just me and my moon god powers. Yeah, there's moon. Go- yeah, there's a moon god, by the way, and he listens <laughs> to me. Um, I'm his kind of Jesus. And uh <laughs> hey, he- in a world where there's magic ninjas, he's in uh, Winter Soldier. No, oh, yeah, yeah, like the guy in Egypt. I'm like, yep. Getting name dropped, getting all the
1: name droppings. Yeah.
0: Uh So yeah, uh, what was uh, what were some of your favorite moments from Daredevil season two, and then we'll wrap things up.
1: Uh, everything he does with his new Billy Club, and especially when he gets the actual like rope-lined Billy Club, which, again, they wait till the final episode for that, I but know. it's so friggin' cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, that was awesome. I love the chain scene, obviously the stairwell scene.
1: Oh, and he's just whooping ass with Shane chain. That's pretty great.
0: I Honestly, you know what's funny? Everyone saw, says that's the best scene or better than the, the, the rescuing the kids scene. I still think that, that rescuing the kids scene's better.
1: Yeah, the rescue and the kids scene is pretty. It felt like they tried too hard to top that uh, hallway fight scene because literally every fight scene Daredevil has in season two is in a hallway of some kind.
0: Now that fight is awesome, and I won't discount it. Him breaking breaking the lights with the with the chain, and literally like with his hand taped to a gun, mm-hmm, he's just like mm-hmm. he's just ki- he's just kicking ass and taking names. Fucking cool and awesome and amazing, and I don't want to downplay it in any way. But the scene of him with no armor. In one shot, it's not really one shot, they have did some digital trickery, but it's, it's more like call it one shot, where he just beats these people and he is, and they're both exhausted and then he's just like, le- he's like leaning against things to like take a breath while he's beating other guys and then like saves the kid. It's fucking unbelievable. That's great. The sewer fight he has, which is great and
1: totally Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> yes! when you stop and think about it. That was awesome.
0: And, and, and goes- very Ninja Turtles.
1: Yeah, he goes to the sewer to fight ninjas. Dude, Frank Castle's prison fight, which feels like old boy, where he's fighting all these prisoners and all their shivs and everything. He kills that's those great. guys
0: and then he and the guy's face all bloody and he's and I'm like, Oh my god, are they gonna do it? And his face lands on his shirt, and then it lifts up and it's a fucking skull. I'm like, yep. Oh my god.
1: That's, that's Punisher, that's the punish that's a guy who it's like, I'm only human. You can stab me, you can shoot me, you can beat me, but my superpower is I never give up. Yeah. If, if you cut off my arms, I will find a way to, like, chew you to death. Exactly.
0: Oh, that was amazing. That scene was That's... great. Yeah, again, like we said, like that Fisk versus Matt scene where he's just like, I'll take away the only thing that you care about. And he's like, oh, you don't understand, kid. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm the goddamn kingpin. <laughs>
1: I run yes. this shit from prison. I love that where he's, like, listening to his classical music and eating a steak and wine in, like, a Dixie cup in his cell. Yeah. Uh,
0: or when he eats you know eats steak, steak while a guy like, dies.
1: Mm. And you know that steak was taken like from someone's last meal and Fist is like, mm, it's mine now. Mine
0: now, no. I, I wanted <laughs> a steak today. <laughs> uh, also and the chat is blowing up about it. This is the scene, this is the only scene that made me cry, and it was Frank Castle's monologue in the graveyard.
1: Oh, perfect. It was like that's that's when you knew John Bernthal was for real.
0: I never I love Frank. I think he's awesome. I think he's cool. I, I I respect the character, and I think his stories are awesome. I never sympathized with the Punisher until this until the show.
1: That's the thing. I always thought for the Punisher to work, you shouldn't simp him 100%, because you know, he should be able to do some horrible messed up stuff like light an old slave trader on fire or throw a woman out a bulletproof glass window. Yeah. But it's in that second when he talks about being tired, And his family and the horrors of war and everything. And they make it very real, too. And he's like, oh, I surprised my daughter at school and her teacher was filming it for her YouTube channel. I'm like, yeah, that always bugged me when people do that, too.
0: Yeah, that was awesome.
1: That feels like you're trafficking in sentiment and everything. And the one batch, two batch, penny and (sighs) dime. How they turned that into such a cool thing.
0: Yep. So fucking cool. Just... What a what a what a um you know what like there there might be some moments that like don't work for character maybe Electra wasn't ever wasn't what everybody wanted um it wasn't my cup of tea but I think the caveat is she'll get better now that she's dead now that she's dead now that she's a zombie I think it's going to be fucking she'll, awesome. she'll be resurrected in the cool way. and again she never
1: wore her costume but like that shit they wrapped her in was basically her costume
0: and like the co- it's more or less a bathing suit with a ninja it, theme. It's like, not
1: a sticking point, and it wouldn't make sense in this show when everyone's got like cut-proof armor and exactly.
0: everything. Exactly, uh, but it, it's cool. And uh, the, the the level of maturity and grace this show takes oh, yes. trumps any real negative criticism that I might have as like, a comic book fan, as a as a as a cinema file, as a TV fan. You know, I might have like a couple of nitpicks every once in a while, but the reality is like I don't have any real complaints as a fan.
1: And you know what? It is dark and it is mature and it is adult. And yet, like all other Marvel properties, it doesn't forget the humanity and that sometimes, you know, just a little joke here and there can make the whole difference. Like like Frank Castle's choice of music in his car. He's listening
0: to Shining Star. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. When that comes back in the when the when Ben Murick's like music comes back. So good in the car where she's he's, 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 he's turn the shit off and you're like Frank's in the car <laughs> or yeah. and then he's not in the car he just hits him with a van <laughs> loved it yeah I kept expecting him to like come out of the back seat like yeah. nope Wham! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucking on board for everything they have planned I can't wait I, have they announced season three or are they just like you know it's coming
1: uh, no I don't think they have yet but I mean you know you know it's going to be something they've got to.
0: they've got to announce it because and Season two, like the fact that Daredevil has become, maybe not officially, but more or less like a household name, like he's a superhero that everybody knows because he's in your house. He's in your pocket. You literally have <laughs> one of these, he's in your pocket. Like you can watch and, Daredevil anytime.
1: And, and you and you spend a lot of time with Daredevil. Like I said, Daredevil expects you to spend thirteen hours with him over the course of whatever like every year or so now.
0: Exactly. But uh, the fact that he is the fact that he's so cool and the fact that it's so well received Means that like, I, I hope that Marvel move that Marvel Cinematic will need will want a piece of the Daredevil pie. Yeah, and because so. like, I want any of it. Like even if the Avengers just sent Hawkeye to deal with him. I <laughs> mean, because I know that we've we've heard Jeremy Jim Renner would be okay with a Netflix Hawkeye show,
1: and everyone would love Jeremy Renner that much more if that. Now, was the wouldn't case.
0: it be cool if when when Marvel's Most Wanted is canceled after one season?
1: Ah, uh, you're you're
0: calling that one already? I mean, come on, you mean another Shield show, but only starring two people? Fucking no, thanks. They
1: had a beautiful send off, though, didn't they? In that they did, episode. but
0: like, who gives a shit? <laughs>
1: but well, like well, here's my thing i was sad to see them go because i'm like no not hunter and bobby they were literally two of the best things about this show you're yeah, gonna cut them off they're two of my favorite
0: they're two of my four favorite things about the show but uh when marvel's most wanted is canceled they can kill hunter and then bobby can be on the hawkeye show <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know what I, i'm kind of okay right with that.
0: like she's sad and hunter's gone and he's not really even supposed to be here anyway and she you know hawkeye's expensive so whatever along comes jeremy renner I'm, I'm studly though yeah he's like yeah but i do have a weird face that some yeah, people okay. that hollywood has determined is just know, as attractive
1: and, and, and i guess also i kind of have a wife and kids too which makes things oh difficult. yeah
0: no they die <laughs>
1: Oh no! They kill them off too. Oh the no! They run. kill them
0: too, and then Hawkeye's mad, and he all they could do is shoot people with arrows and fuck Mockingbird.
1: No, you know it's okay. They'll have a, they'll have his brother Barney Burton trick shot or whatever. They'll do a show with them. There you
0: go. Well, he can be the main bad guy or something. I don't care.
1: A swordmaster has got to be the main bad guy of that, so we got to tell that story.
0: Yeah, that'd be fine with me. And um, then you
1: could and then. The, there can be kate bishop coming on in
0: please uh even if like they no, nah, you know what fucking screw all that just make the pa- kate bishop show and jeremy roda can appear on that show there you go because she's already a cooler hawkeye than she's already hawkeye. cooler and even hawkeye admits it
1: <laughs> he does he's like you know what you can just have the- hey young avengers for netflix would you be okay with that
0: uh yes
1: Because all you would need is, like, one cameo from, like, Chris Evans or uh, Tony Stark being like, hey, you know, we Avengers, we're pretty cool and everything, but we want to train a new generation of things. Hey, Jessica Jones, you want to be den mother of this, you and uh, and Luke Cage? She'd be like, no. (laughs) (laughs) TV show would be no. Comic would be like, yeah, I
0: guess. Yeah. Comic book would be like, ah, I don't know. I don't have anything. I don't have anything going on. Maybe I'm going to appear in Patsy Walker. I I don't know. If oh, could you imagine that a Patsy Walker spin off for Hellcat? I would watch that. I'd watch I'd watch any of them. Any of them would be fine with me. Fucking an Ant-Man show. I don't care. Just
1: the, their quality has been pretty hard ho- uh, you know, pretty hard to mess with.
0: It's true. That's but that's one of my concerns getting back all the way to the beginning where I'm like, do I want a Punisher show? I do, but like I'm worried. I don't want too much Happening to dilute the you know the pot. You know we got we got a lot stu- we got a lot of stuff. We got a lot of creative people. We got a lot of people who de- who are dedicated who make a lot of great shit. I'm mm-hmm. just I'm just if you do too much. Some asshole like Aviara is gonna show up, uh, and he's gonna he's gonna have great ideas for his toy biz line. Yeah, like, really.
1: people forget that Avi Arad is a toy man.
0: He created Toy Biz, and then and then deliberately steered Marvel in a direction that led to bankruptcy. And he's mm-hmm. the guy who thought that a Power Ranger Green Goblin looked really good. And he's <laughs> the only guy who's still involved with all that shit that you hate. So you know fuck (laughs) aviar
1: and all of his millions of dollars yes and all
0: of his millions of dollars listen i I mean the man's a constant businessman i can't argue with that but you know
1: it's funny too you go back and you watch a bunch of old 80s and 90s cartoons you'll see his name attached to all of those everything every cartoon show you that pie too oh
0: my god and by the way like not like most of them are horrible most like, of them don't hold up. Most of those cartoon shows are terrible. Speaking of which, when I was at WonderCon, they had um, they have this really cool new thing. And when I say new, I mean new to me. Um, they sell animation cells.
1: Ah, yes, like the ones on The Simpsons. Hey, I think it's Scratchy's arm.
0: Yeah, but like these are really cool. And some of them I have in my house. I have a Raphael, for example, from the original Ninja Turtles.
1: Raphael the best one
0: (laughs) I prefer Donatello but whatever Um, dude dude,
1: Raph has size he is the Wolverine of that team
0: yeah (laughs) um but he's also rude uh so anyway but uh yeah and I also got a real Ghostbusters still for my friend which by the way Hand painted background, which is really, really cool. It's they hand paint them. It's it's really, really neat. But um, they don't do that anymore. The hand painted backgrounds. Yeah, no, they don't. But uh, but I I was looking at them today, like the other day, and I saw a bunch of X Men: The Animated Series ones, mm-hmm. which they're hilarious because they're all like out of context. It's always one moment from a shitty season. Like, there's right. never there's never a moment of Phoenix jumping out of the fucking water. It's always Wolverine <laughs> being thrown. So he's like. It's just Wolverine being like, oh no! But uh, I also looked at, they had a huge section of the Fantastic Four cartoon. Nice, nice. Nothing good. Like, no mm-hmm. cool moment. And all I would want was Ghost Rider giving Galactus the penance stare, because it's the coolest moment in the whole show. Because I'm like, shit, I can't believe that in all the history of comics they've never thought to do that. Yeah literally in this in this terrible show from like 1994 uh, the fantastic four fighting galactus for the first time and galactus is can't be stopped and all these superheroes show up to fight him and then out of nowhere comes some, ghost rider. some 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 crappy free grunge rock music starts playing <laughs> and then ghost rider rides in and i think he's voiced by Luke Perry and weird he says and he says like look up gaze upon me uh, galactus devourer of worlds and feel the burn of a billion billion And fucking gives him the penance stare and then Galactus fucking falls over and nearly dies. Nice. I'm like, and then he goes, "Justice is served," and he fucking rides away. And you're like, (laughs) "What the fuck was that?" The best thing that character ever did. Coolest thing that Ghost Rider ever did was in a shitty Fantastic Four cartoon show in the '90s. Yep. Uh, Who's Luke Perry? Says Antonio Ortega. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's the right answer who is Luke Perry who was Luke Perry uh, he was a joke on the Simpsons so uh, anyway I, oh and Family Guy I guess we'll see you guys next week with an all new episode of Ellsworth Exchange uh, if you haven't already go watch Daredevil Season 2 I don't know why you would watch the Daredevil Season 2 spoiler cast without watching the show but uh, right. if you haven't damn is it great and patron uh, you know give them your money because it's good stuff they need it Uh, I don't know how you give them your your money I guess get a Netflix subscription and then watch the show
1: Yeah, just subscribe to Netflix and take it from there, I guess. Yeah,
0: it's there for you. Uh, they've, but-
1: they've got other stuff there on Netflix, too, if you're interested. Jimmy Carr just put out a new special. The 10th season of Trailer Park Boys is on there. You can watch that. There's
0: all kinds of stuff after you're done watching Daredevil. But uh, I want to thank my co-host, Joel, for watching uh, Daredevil Season 2 early and wa- and chatting about the show. Uh, we'll, uh, it was a pleasure. We'll, yeah, but we'll see you guys next week with another episode. And before we go, I'm going to ask you, uh, for those of you watching after the live show, what... Uh, Marvel hero, would you like to see get the Daredevil Netflix treatment that they haven't already announced? There's so many. Yeah, and who would be the best, and let us know why, and we'll see. I like the
1: chat was going off about villains too. It's like, oh, we need Bushwhacker in one of these, and I'm like, yes, Bushwhacker would be great. No doubt,
0: he'd be amazing. They really pushed the like R-rated envelope on this season too. By the way, they they really. I heard an f-bomb in there.
1: Yeah, yeah, for real, man. If that was surprising. It was like, well, can they do that now? I guess they can. Oh,
0: yeah, they can do whatever they want. Uh, but Netflix. remember, Jess broke the bed twice. Yeah. <laughs> Not once, but twice. So, uh, yeah, we'll. Uh, so we'll see you guys next week. And by the way, if you're watching this live, what we do is we we end the show, I clean it up a little bit, and then we release it on Fridays, uh, tailor made for the aftermarket audience. So if you're watching this now <laughs> on Friday, don't feel like you missed out on anything. All you missed was a bunch of bullshit that Joel and I were doing earlier in the show that I cut out. But uh, if you're wa- it, but yeah, so don't worry you, you, and don't. And you can and,
1: catch the trade version of this show on Friday. Exactly,
0: exactly. And uh, we'll see you guys next time so thanks a lot for watching uh that's all we got so so long bye bye
1: everybody